Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to another episode of James and Jess's Half Hour. We've got a special guest. So, Jess, this is your very good friend. Would you like to introduce yeah. him? Definitely. Well, hi, everyone! It's Jess here. Don't know why I'm doing this voice, but anyway. <laughs> this is my friend, Yuvin. We've been Hello. friends for many, many years. Um, How many? How did we, Yuvin? Tell me more. How did we meet, Yuvin? Oh, yeah. Um, I think uh, the friend connection came through my fiance. Shout out to Exactly. She's oh, MVP in this um, connection. I'm really good friends with Yuvini, and then she introduced me to a Yuvin. So this is yep. Yuvin, and we've been friends ever since. <laughs> yeah, funny, funny how the names just uh, the difference in I. Yeah, that's kind of like the universe and fate, yeah? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works, but yes, we need this since day one. Oh, so good. How was your day, Yuvin? What did you do on this lovely Friday? I think we had really good weather this week. Yeah, actually, yeah, this whole week's been pretty good weather, isn't it? Um, been trying to get out of, get out of um, work time just to go out, but... Nah, this week's been full on hectic. Come on, what do you do, you then? Uh, I am working currently as a junior engineer. Ooh. In a small place, yeah. Wow. Good, getting that experience, isn't it, James? Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of um, lots of failures um, and lots of lessons learned from two yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Just introducing <laughs> our theme. Failures. Exactly. My goodness. There you go. Doesn't get any better than that, isn't it? <laughs> and why we chose this? We chose this topic because it's a really good one. I think everyone can relate. Yeah. And how we bounce back from our failures. Yeah, go, guys. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's just the, in my point, in my view, at least, is the crux of uh, what makes you a person. I guess. Yeah. Uh, starting from the bottom, now we're here. Pretty much. Yeah, that's it. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag Drake. Was it Drake? Yeah, it was Drake. <laughs> there we go. I, I know what music is, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, James? I think totally, like, failures is a part of us. And it's embarrassing at the time. Well, sometimes it can be embarrassing. Um, but it leads to a lot of personal growth. And you definitely need it. Like, when you look back on it, you're like oh shit, that was a big mistake, but mm. I've learned so much oh, yeah. from it and you kind of, I guess, are glad that you that you went through that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, I think it's what makes a person because without failures, you don't, you don't gain anything. It's like, yes, if you, if you succeed in the first run, yes, you got to the end goal but you don't know how you, you can't almost repeat it um in a perfect sense like if you try to do the same thing to do the to win the same goal the next time you might fail yeah yeah, yeah. don't remember the stepping stones to your success exactly. yeah exactly yeah. well at least in my experience that's that's been the case for me um whenever i do something i pretty much i try to fail purposefully almost 
Really? It's just a fact of um, just just the joy joy of learning, and then once you do something so many times and you fail so many times, you almost become a master of it. You like you know what not to do. A true like a Mr Miyagi. Yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call myself a Mr Miyagi, but yeah. Yeah, we'll call you Mr Miyagi. We'll name it that, eh, James? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah, Mr Miyagi. <laughs> So, wax on, wax off. Yeah. What are no, some that's... What are some failures that you've had to go through, guys? Well, I think you know when I was thinking about this podcast and what to say and how to you know provide some sort of like you know how I bounce back from my failures. I would think mm. I remember and because I'm. I just reached, so what, last month, I can say that, since September, I've had my car for about 10 years, and it's nostalgic in a way, because I remember the first day, like it was yesterday, and I remember I totaled the car that I had before that, which I had for a month, and I was devastated, I felt like a complete failure, I was in the rain, going too fast, and approaching a set of lights, and there was a car in front of me, and the lights went yellow. And I tried to stop the car like normal, but my car was, I had no like proper experience. Like, you know, cause I just got my license last, like the month before. And I totally totaled the car, was in the rain, tried to get the registration details and whatnot of the person that I crashed into. And he just left me there. And I remember that moment of standing in the rain going, my God, like this is a real low point. Cause I thought I passed that failure when before that, when I was learning to drive, I couldn't even go up my own, like, court. I actually stopped the car, got out of the car, and I just walked home crying. And my mum was just like, where's the car? And I'm like, it's in the middle of the road. I can't do it. <laughs> so it's a good other bad without any injuries. I know, right? So I was just, I thought I overcame the hurdle. I didn't, and then I had that major crash. And then I had this car, which I'm now celebrating 10 years with. And it was just now looking back, I was just like, I really did kick up a fuss. I had a nutcase of a driving instructor as well, but he actually, looking back, he really did instill the strength I needed to not crash the car, (laughs) this car that I have now. So I'm really grateful and really happy right now, but I have to go through the hard times to get to the good. This goes to show, it took me all the way to Bandura to go for me to go to uni. So I wouldn't have been able to complete my uni degree without my car so and the first actual vacation I well not vacation the first proper drive was to pick James up from his university to pick up his media equipment you remember that James yeah I do you helped me out 10 years ago yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was greatly appreciated yeah oh 10 years ago wow yeah it's a long history we do, and it just—it was just that friendship that just keeps coming back, isn't it, James? Yeah. We may not talk for you, a bit, and you, then we just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the time I flooded the bakery? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Tell us that story. Yeah. So I was in year eleven, and I remember getting a—well, I had about seven missed calls from my colleague and other people from work and I was like oh crap like what's happened and then my colleague um, who I had closed the um, 
evening shift with her, like, you know, there was two people on the clothes in the bakery um, doing the closing shift, so um, closing up, and um, yeah, I got, I started talking to her, and she just basically said that, um, you flooded the bakery, James, last night, you left the tap on, and it's all flooded um, in the shopping centre, um, so <laughs> you can imagine... Um, how I was feeling and then obviously having to make the phone call to the store owners um, and that so that was pretty much like a moment of like at that time terror um, very much uh, scared like for my job Um, obviously I didn't mean it but you know I didn't know how much damage was done and um, yeah so I had to make that phone call and they said that they had to issue me a warning, um, obviously because um, of what happened. Um, they actually, you know, then put in a drain out the back so that in future it's impossible for the bakery to flood um, because there's a thing on the floor now. Um, but yeah, obviously you learn from that. And I remember just always checking the tap, like <laughs> sometimes like. T- Sometimes, like, two times, you know, like, I'd, I'd check it, and then I'd go back in just the double check. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's paranoia. Yeah. Yeah, so that never happened again, but that's an experience that I wouldn't wish on anyone. I remember yeah. I used to always say to any new staff who came on, like, make sure you check that, you know, you've turned everything off, that everything's all all right. Um, you know, just, it's better to do that double check. You don't want to flood the bakery like I did. (laughs) (laughs) Was it a walk of shame to work? Yeah. I didn't want to go back, but I've had moments like that in my life where, um, moments of failure where you don't want to go back, you know, it's too much, but you know, you kind of do need to face the music. And I think that's something that's very much about failure is like showing up and being like, okay, I fucked up. You know, I'm human, I fucked up. And I fucked up massively. And it's okay. Like, at the end of the day, it's all in your head. Like, kind of what you were saying, the paranoia and everything. It's all in your head. You're making it out bigger than it was. Apparently, the security guard noticed that there was water overflowing. And um, he turned, you know, he had the code, the access code to the shop. And he, um, like, the key he opened it and turned the water off. So I don't think it was as big as what I was making out. Like, in my head, I was seeing the whole shopping centre underwater. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things um, I find that is useful by failing. It's, it's, yeah, there are other lessons that you learn that will help you throughout the day or, like, whatever work you do, whatever thing that you failed on. The biggest part is, like, getting to know yourself, your emotions, how you react. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's been a big, um, big observing point in myself. Like everything I've failed at, like I've looked back and say like, oh, this is how I react and this is how I shouldn't react in the future if this happens again. So that sort of helped me when in a situation that failure again happens, I know what emotions are to follow in, in within myself. So I put precautions and I take steps to avoid the harming what they call behaviors and then mm. turn like steer myself into a more 
better mental state, as you would say, to to stick through whatever that's happening. I think like the biggest thing what I would say is that it's like facing the music is the most important thing and taking ownership yeah. of your mistake yeah. and being like I remember I was in um I think it was year 11 um like uh, what theater sports and I remember one of my um colleagues like this was just before the incident so it was like a lesson a pre-lesson before the lesson Mm -hmm. and she said i i stuffed up i stuffed up the i stuffed up the whole thing there was nowhere for people to go um in the you know in the performance like i totally bonked it so like it was pretty much stuffed and she's like you need to just say to everyone that you fucked up and i was like okay um and that was like really really hard for me at that time in year 11 just you know saying that in front of everyone and then she was like come on just scream it just scream it out and i was like you know in theater they want you to just yell it and go over the top so i just so i was just i started yelling it and i was just like yeah it's normal like we are going to make mistakes like let's normalize it let's yell it out let's be like yeah yeah and that's how you're able to like grow move on from it and everyone's a bit afraid of failure. And I think what's really cool is that I remember that people are talking about um, in like teaching these days, especially in mathematics, like failure is good. Like getting the wrong answer is good yes. because yeah. you can learn, you can learn from it. Like making mistakes is a part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was listening to this podcast the other day and they were speaking exact same thing that you were telling, James. It's like how the education system, they, especially maths, so like say a person does maths in his younger years and fails and then a lot throughout his life, they're like, oh, I'm not a maths person, I can't do this. So that sense of help, like learned helplessness, they called it, according to them, yeah. comes about by because you failed and there was nobody to show that show or guide you through that failure and then learn from the mistakes it was just they were given a mark yeah they were given a given a mark and then said oh you failed this that's it so you're you're instilling a negative continuation can i teach well negative face on failures rather than making making it the best thing that can happen to you yeah. yeah, you need something. It's so easy to default, isn't it? It's so easy to yeah. default to the negative, or oh, I'm a failure, I'm this, and then that perpetuates yeah. into something gigantic, like you were saying, James, with the bakery. Yeah. Where it was just and one that... simple thing you had done wrong, they had to discipline you, carry on. Yeah. But yeah. You, need, you need to put yourself and have the courage to put yourself in situations that will make you stronger. Like, yeah. In anything exactly. in life. Don't exactly. be scared. Just give it a go. If it's not for you, at least you know. Don't I, be a spectator on a bench judging people that are actually yeah. going for it. And even you going for it. And if you fail, that's okay. Yeah. Like, there's people that understand because we're all in it together. But it feels mm-hmm. like it's just you. I, I remember I failed my driver's license twice and got it on the third time. It was like... How did you feel? Did it you was, feel, like, easy on the third time? Like, was it... No, like, it was just so much... So, what happened is I got the test. Um, my One of my aunties was a good friend of um, of the instructor. 
Anyway, and I got her as an instructor and it just made me more nervous. You know when someone knows... Well, she didn't know me, but she's like a friend. Like we, yeah, and it just put me on edge the entire time. And I thought I'd done really well, and then I failed because I pressed the accelerator before the sign, and it clicked me over to like over forty k's in a school zone. So then it was automatically. you know, thing, and then I got her again on the second time, which just played into my paranoia. You know, you failed once, and then like your nerves are like, I'm a nervous person. My nerves are just shot. Then I've got her again, and I'm just like paranoid. And then I clipped. I just clipped the side of the thing. And I was just like, crap. You just like, I'm all in my head. I'm not like, I'm not thinking straight because I'm just, I'm just nervous. I'm nervous yeah. by this person. And then I got someone else the third time and got it. And she was like, you were so cautious. She's like, you need a little bit more confidence <laughs> yeah. when I passed. But yeah. It's the vibe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is the vibe. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Ruben? Yeah. Oh, it's Where do I yeah. start? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, I think it applies to me everywhere. Like, even in relationships before my fiance, even at uni, I guess... The, the biggest failure for me that was a wake-up call that sort of shaped me as a person altogether uh, was during uni. I think it, it happens to everyone. I think most of most of the people who go through like uni, they, they go through this big change of personality, change of person. They look into themselves. Yeah. So yeah, it was um, yeah, the second year of uni, um, and I was doing a course and. It involved a lot of programming, and um, I don't know why I wasn't, I wasn't the best at it, and I was struggling. First year was fine, second year I was struggling, and then first semester was bad, and second semester was bad, so that was a full year of pretty much failing, and I was at the brink of being kicked out of uni. Yeah. So... That sort of gave me a wake up call. Like, hey, hold on a second. What am I doing? What am I doing wrong? Like, what, what I what do I need to change to be um, the person who I want to be? And I just sort of had a massive um, like an eye on myself, and then change change what I wanted to do. I figured out what I what what I loved in terms of what I was doing, and then I focused on it and. Pretty much ever since that year, uni was quite thoroughly enjoyable for me, it became quite enjoyable for me. Kind of like for that and click to go off in your head, isn't it? That mindset yeah, to actually just, go off and be like, oh, I've actually got this. Exactly, exactly. It just it, it gave me a perspective that I never saw or never told, like never somebody bothered to show me. It's, it showed me how important it is to like fail literally yeah. it just showed me how important it was for, it was for me to fail and notice what I do and how I do things yeah so that's what I meant um, when I said the first time I tried to fail at the first go when I do something because then I have a set of tools and rules or whatever lessons to be better the next time I do it yeah yeah and also and also coming from my background I think when I was small, failure was looked upon very badly, like it was looked down upon. So like, 
even before you begin to do something, you are actually scared of failing. Like you, you, you are pretty much. Is it because you're like being like thoroughly judged? Exactly. I think so. And it's I think so. I think so. Ah, I'm with you. It's, it's just a fact of like, oh, like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail. Like throughout the whole whatever I was gonna do, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail. And like, what will happen if I fail? And I wasn't thinking of what I'm doing and how I should do stuff. Your own gift to come exactly. out, isn't it? You have to exactly. just trust that little feeling inside of you. Oh, that's good. It's just you have yeah. to just go sometimes as hard as you can at something and just succeed, isn't it, James? Exactly. Yeah, I think like I studied obviously film and digital media, so it was actually interesting like looking at we got back feed feedback sheets from our short film we made it into the sydney um indie film festival and we also made it into this um other film festival where it was more about like feedback from the audience who was there um and viewed your show and it was very interesting because like the biggest thing obviously with art is that it's so subjective so basically it was basically like a bell curve like there was you know, okay. people who absolutely loved it and people who thoroughly enjoyed it and then other people, you know, who lied in the middle who were like, yeah, it was all right, it was all right. And then people at the end who were just like, "It's it was predictable, like, blah, blah, blah. I knew what was going to happen, didn't like it, didn't like it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was, I don't know, I found that process of, like, looking at the results as interesting, like, intriguing because, like... I think... I yeah. think, though, that, like, it's very much that, like, in music and in art and in, like, you know, you can show a music video that you absolutely love to someone else and they can be like, I absolutely hate it. Like, yeah. it's not my thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't like honest. it. Yeah. yeah, and I just think, like, you know, we face so much pressure on ourselves in terms of um, what do other people think and all that kind of thing where, you know, it's basically about your own individual journey. And, yes, you know... Others might deem it as, you know, like a failure or whatnot. But, like, a lot of people were viewed as, like, failures as artists and then they made it, like, big after their deaths, which I find interesting Mm -hmm. how, like, an appreciation for, you know, a certain person can be sparked, you know, after their... You just have to just do what you have to do in this life as well as you can. And then also... And then And then also theories, and it's like if you, like, you know, people come out with theories and whatnot, and, like, there's been scientists as well who, you know, been canned and hated when they, you know, came out with ideas, but, you know, they're at the forefront of it. It's like change causes people to not like you. (laughs) You need someone to light the match. Exactly. It's an interesting thing, like, when when you're talking about science and technology, I think, because my background is there, like in the industry or even, yeah, wherever, even at uni, like you try at, at your first go, your goal is to fail your theory. If you have a theory, your basic uh, validation pathway is, all right, how can I fail this theory? Yeah. Or how can I fail this particular thing I designed? Or how can I fail this particular system that I built? So if it goes goes to the rigors of failure and it keeps on working, then at the end you know, yes, I've got a I've got a system that works, I got a I got a design that is functional. Yeah. 
So, so failure is quite important in in my um, working environment. So I think that that's why I, I, I like again I just love the fact that you need to fail to be in a better place. Yeah. Did they instill that in you like to begin with at the start, and then were they just like you can fail, you can fail, you can fail, and as you kept failing, you kept growing by little. I don't think it's shown in that way. I, I think it comes inherently, as in like it happens, and nobody nobody focuses on him saying this is how it is done. It's like, say you're building a bridge, you do a first design, and then you run an analysis on it, uh, it fails. Then you know where it fails. Then you improve upon those failure points. You run another test, it fails. Like you run the test as harsh as possible, so it fails. So after so many iterations, you come to a point where it, is, it, it fails in most ridiculous ways, which is not in real life. At that point, you know, okay, that bridge is safe to be built. So, so I think, so many ways so, to look at it. Exactly. So you, you slice the pie, as they say, in many, like, hundred different ways um, until you come to a point where, you, where, you, where it's not realistic. It's like, yeah. so that failure point is not realistic, then you know that it works. So it's, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a basic um, theory of sciences. Like you have a theory, you need to make sure that you try to fail it at to your best. And then if it doesn't fail, that means the theory holds. Yeah. It's like doing something at your optimum level. As much Pretty much, as yeah. Optimum, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the positive word for failure, optimizing. Yeah. Oh, that, that's that's cool. I didn't, I didn't make the connection before. No, I have no idea where that came from. I think I was just inspired, to be honest, because it's so true. It's just a, your optimum talent in this world. Yeah. You have to go hard or go home because who knows what's going to happen if there's a... Who knows what's going to happen when you pass through the grave? <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. You never come back, maybe just go on forever. I, so you have to just... Give it all you can, despite the risks and all of it. Yeah, I mean it's the same with relationships, right? Isn't it? Like yeah. before I met my fiance, like so how many like dates and how many failed attempts I've gone through, like like when I got into like pursuing, like pretty much, mm. it's like I'm gonna go. That's it. I have no checklist. I have nothing. I'm just gonna dive deep, dive in deep, see what happens, learn about myself, learn about what other people are in a relationship and then yeah it came naturally feel... then isn't it because yeah, you just... needed those people to find out who you were and then exactly. the time came and then boom and you're just like wow this person's exactly. like so well matched yeah it's like every failed relationship teaches you something about yourself and like what you want out of um the other person don't you think that like when it comes to relationships that you're almost yeah. learning what is love and when you yeah. and when you think when you think you've got it, you know, often like you know you have a failure in that relationship, and then you realize that that wasn't love when the next one comes along. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Love is a very, very. Um, I don't. I don't know what it is. Nicely done. Nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah. Um, I guess what, what you suggest was kind of like that you learn a lot about yourself um, and then you realize 
what you as a person is needed in this life or what your priorities are. Um, it could be like leading a family life, it could be leading a work life, it could be whatever, whatever is important to you. You learn about that. A big part of that through relationships as well. It's just funny, isn't it? You can sit in a room and just be like, this is what my standard is, this is what I want. You can have a list. You meet someone and you start mm. talking in tongues or you start yeah, coming yeah. up with all these ideas that you never thought was possible. I don't know, the energy from another person or I don't know what that is. And yeah, then exactly. the time comes where I think you know what the best relationships are is that when you don't have to fill the space with words, you can just sit in someone's company and that's mm-hmm. more than enough and you're at yeah. peace. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's spot on. That's spot on. And I think, I think the other, other thing is like you realize how it adds to your life. Like, oh, wow, like I never realized um, this life could be this way kind of thing. Like just epiphanies that come across when you learn about other people and what they can bring to you. Magnificent. It's a good way to put it. Isn't it, James? Yeah. Yeah. And that's like pretty much a wrap. We're up to 30 minutes. Oh, is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Went really quick. Good comeback. Well done, guys. Well yeah. done. Well done. Okay. Yeah. Well, well just, I really appreciate this. Like, I like talking. I like yeah, talking. you should come back. It's kind of deep. Yeah. I'm happy to. Yeah, happy to. Happy to. Yeah. Come back on. When and what? Um, and I'll be there. Awesome. Thanks, Yuvin. Thanks, Yuvin. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Nice. Thank yeah, you. Um, yeah, so thank you and we'll see you next week. Bye. Good. Bye.